No longer I call you servants, but I call you friends. It's a very unique language uh, which you find in Christianity alone, that God calling his creatures friends. It's a very intimate language. We read the Gospel of John. We find actually uh, the, the other synoptic Gospels are different quite in some way. We find the language of John very, in some way actually expressing the intimacy between us and God. Just um, quote a few verses like, so now where Jesus says, as the Father loves me, I love you. I've told you all this so that my joy be in you and your joy will be complete. In, in a, somewhere in a, the, the Good Shepherd passage, Jesus says, I know my own and my own know me. Some of those very intimate language we come across in the Gospel of John really lifting us to that uh, place that what Jesus has done is some way, in a unique way, that he has actually raised us up to a new level. In the scriptures, uh, we come across a number of places, uh, you know, that, of that reality that Jesus coming into this world has changed us, our nature, our identity is completely transformed and made anew. He says uh, in, uh, in the Gospel of John, we hear that anyone who believes in him, Jesus has given them the power to become the children of God. That we are now raised to the family of God where we are sons and daughters of God. John, again, in his letters, he already says, now, um, we are already children of God. What we will be, we, we are yet to know. But when, when Jesus appears in glory, we will be like him. That we will be like him. And St. Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, he says that we are raised to the throne of God. In the heavenly throne of God, one with Christ, we are seated on the heavenly throne and blessed with every spiritual blessing. Is something about that Jesus becoming one of us and raising to glory has changed our nature, our identity forever. As again, St. Paul has letter to the Corinthians, he says, whoever is in Christ Jesus is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. So we are really lifted to this place whether we realize or not, we are lifted into the family of God, where we are sons and daughters of God, and so we have a greater intimacy with God. And so when we approach Him in prayer and Eucharist, we come with that knowledge and complete confidence of who we are in God, who we are in Christ. You know, uh, one place uh, in uh, the Old Testament where you hear, Abraham is called the friend of God. Um, you know, Abraham um, enjoyed that deep friendship because of his uh, complete trust in the Lord. 
Now he he was uh, willing to even sacrifice his own only son uh, at the command of God, and so he had complete faith and trust, and that he also enjoyed such a good uh, intimacy and connection with God, where he was able to bargain with God. You know, when uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was going to be destroyed, he just uh, you know entered into bargaining with God in saying, you know, Lord, uh, if there are Fifty righteous men. Will you still destroy them? No, no. And and uh, and then he goes on his numbers. You know, what about there are forty people? What about there thirty? What about twenty? What about ten? And that he enters into that uh, because of the deep friendship that he enjoys with God, that he is able to approach God and really ask for His favor. And that's the place we are invited to when Jesus says. I no longer call you servants; you are my friends. He's saying really that we come before God to Him with complete confidence and trust. It's not because of anything we have done; it's because of what God has done in Jesus. He has raised us to that place of glory, and we can approach His throne with complete confidence and a great intimacy. And so, and so we don't come to God as someone who sits up there and looks down on us, and that we come like a slave. Or, you know, he says, "You come before the Lord, uh, you know, as His sons and daughters." That again, that changes our, uh, the form of prayer that we do. Then every time that we come to Him in prayer. We come with actually uh, complete honesty and confidence before God that we can pour out our cries. We can tell Him confidently everything that's happening in our hearts, and that you know we can talk to Him like a child talking to his parents. And uh, even the Eucharist we celebrate, you know, it's, it's uh, another form of intimacy. We you know we receive the life of Jesus in and uh, through the body and blood of Jesus. You know, we all know our friendship is developed over the years. Um, you know, it's, it's a good, uh, true, a loyal friendship doesn't happen overnight. And that the more we spend time with God. More we spend time and sort of share ourselves, we grow in that friendship, and that's the way we approach God as well. That you know, every time we come before Him, you know, we we share our hearts and that we listen to Him, because Jesus, in some ways, you know, He says, is He gives His His authority, He shares His mission. You know, the words He says. I call you friends because I have made known to you everything I've learned from my Father, and that's something that happens in our spiritual life. God continues to reveal Himself deeply as we journey closer to Him. You know, we we understand God in a different way when we are children, and as we grow uh, to adulthood, and we uh, the uh, more closer we come to Him. We come to more of, uh, know more of God in a very intimate way, and that in His love, to the extent that we are open, He reveals Himself of His nature, of His love, of His compassion, 
of his dreams for us of his purpose for us that he continues to reveal to us so let's pray in the eucharist and uh, as we are looking to the the pentecost let's pray for that uh, uh, greater grace of intimacy that every time we come before god we come with reverence and fear of the lord but at the same time we come to we come to that place with a great great love and confidence because he loves us and he has called us as his friends